Good afternoon and welcome to the latest episode of the Magicast. I'm your host, Scott Monroe. Welcome to episode 225. Sadly, it's just me on my own. Um, unfortunately, due to unforeseen circumstances, Joey couldn't make it. I tried to reach out to other couple of people and they couldn't make it. So it's just me on my own. Uh, it'll be a shortish pod because um, I've got some stuff to do and I've just finished downloading a new Football Manager 24 game which comes up today and I am going to be doing a save on AS Roma and trying to get them back into the Champions League but we're not here to talk about that. Uh, I will be talking about the game yesterday, the dramatic 2-1 victory over Let's Day and do a short short preview of the game in Europe on Thursday away in Prague against uh, Slavia Praha. Um, if Roma win that, they will qualify for the latter stages of the Europa League and hopefully finish top and miss out on the round of, I think it's round of 32, which is the dropouts of the teams from the Champions League. Um, so, yesterday, Roma 2, Lecce 1, a dramatic, dramatic game and ending with Roma scoring two goals in the last five minutes of added time. I think I clocked at Asman scored 90-58 and Lukaku was in 93-something. I did do the analysis of the game on, for the, and posted it on social media earlier and went through and watched most of the game. Uh, which had its ups and downs. Um, Roma went with a 3-4-2-1, and it was Rui Patricio in goal, a back three of Mancini, Diego Lorente, Evan and Dicker, midfield four of Rick Carstop on the right, Stefano Schoari on the left, and a double pivot of Eduardo Bove and Brian Cristante. And the two in front of them was was Paolo Dybala and Husum Awa and Big Rom, Romelu Lukaku, um, Lecce, who lost in the Coppa Italia midweek to Hi-Fi and Parma. They lost 4-2. They went with 4-3-3 with Falcone sorry, in goal, who once again had a storming game against Roma. And he is a Roma fan. Uh, he had a great game for Sampdoria a couple of years. Uh, back for Gendre. Pogranic, Barashirotto, who was my man match for Lecce, he was outstanding, and Dorgu, uh, Kaba, Ramadani, and Rafia. Rafia spent most of the time on the floor. We'll talk about that later. And the front three, which caused Roma a lot of problems, and uh, Alkvist, Kristovic, and Mr. Banda. Oh, who tore Gianluca Mancini to shreds in this game and Banda. I think after 80 minutes he came off. After that, I think some of the Roma players and the defence will probably breathed a huge sigh of relief because he gave Gianluca Mancini twisted blood. Twisted it in and out and I'll talk about the Lecce goal early, later, but 
uh, after I think it was about a minute, minute and a half, Roma had a penalty after Paolo de Bala's shot was blocked by Barasharotto and for humble. And if you're a cricket fan, it was like Snicko. It grazed the hand uh, and the referee gave the penalty. But alas, Romelu Lukaku missed the penalty. It was wonderfully saved by Falcone, who would just... I think, he, I think Lukaku is going to go straight down the middle and um, a bit of a poor penalty. Uh, Roma did have chances as well. Dybala had a shot which was blocked by Lukaku. I think everyone was, was joking about Lukaku, uh, but it didn't turn out to be that way, as I will talk about later. And then uh, I think Dybala had another shot where he lobbed it over a defender, um, caught it on the control and volleyed wide. Lecce had uh, some some half chances. They grew into the game a lot better in the second half. Um, they had a plan to sit deep and hit on the counter, which they did with Banda. Uh, Kristovic up front was outstanding. He won everything uh, and Alkmist, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, was uh, was really good on the right-hand side and uh, deserved his goal at in the second half, but as soon as the game was going on and on and on, you had this inkling, and you always have it with Roma, that something is going to happen. And it's not for the best, it's probably for the worst. Roma were huffing and puffing, failed to break him down with the, in this three four two one with um, Awar playing a little bit further left. Dybala looked a little bit frustrated at times. Roman lacked a little bit of rhythm and cutting edge in attack. They struggled to create some chances in the second half. And then Lecce grew into the game. They had chances. They were hitting Roma on the counter-attack. There was warning signs. Bove lost the ball high up. I think it was probably seven or eight minutes before Lecce scored. Um, Gendre down the right cross, but it was blocked by Indica. Kristovic had a shot blocked by Indica. Um, but the goal for Lecce came on a Roma attack and Roma had seven players upfield and Mancini and Lorente were left 2v2. A ball was played out for, from midfield to Banda. Mancini had a massive head start and then I think he may have lost the flight of the ball or waiting for the ball to bounce, but Banda just, just got in there, turned him inside out, had a shot blocked, I think Lorente should have been better trying to get the tackle in. And then it fell to Alkvist, who slotted home past Rui Patricio. And I think the world was going to end for us Roma fans. Fearing the worst. I think, oh, not again. Do not want to go through this again. And you're just thinking, what is going on? Um, Jose made some changes. He was very bold after this. Um, Sadar Asman came on for um, Hasamawa. Bolotti came for El Shawari. Uh, Zaleski for Karsdorp. Uh, and uh, Christensen for Mancini. Sorry, my phone's going off. I sent my mate up the Anthony Taylor clip from the weekend for the penalty he gave for Preston. Um yeah, you wait to see that on social media, on on all platforms and on TV. It's about it. But then Roma, he went 
424, or as I like to call it, 4222, with a Brazilian box. Belotti and Lukaku up front. A double pivot of, I think it was Chris Dante. Who else was in midfield? Bove? Was Bove gone off? No, Bove was still on. And then um, out wide was Dybala and Atman. So they went 4 2 4. Then we saw epic scenes in, in stoppage time where the goal was scored at 90.58. Uh, to be honest, I was not looking forward to doing this and I was not looking forward to, to talking about this game until stoppage time. Uh, at the weekend, I watched all the shots score seven past Swindon. I left at 55 minutes and missed four Swindon goals in the FA Cup. So a 4-7. Uh, unheard of but a wonderful cross from Nicolas Zaleski to find a drift in Sardar Asman who found a pocket of space a wonderful header into the top corner and then just a couple of minutes later uh, Mohamed Kaba who had a really good game in, in the Lecce midfield failed to control a ball Dabala picked it up found Lukaku who actually wasn't on Balisharotto. He was on Pongranic. Pongranic failed to muscle him off the ball. Lukaku bodied him, rolled him, did what vintage Romelu Lukaku does, took the ball under his control, had a couple of touches, fired it into the roof of the net. Pandemonium in the stadium. Scenes in my house. Um, I was screaming like an absolute lunatic when that went in. Um, I was still buzzing like three hours later after the game. Um, I think I needed therapy and a lie down after the game. Um, cue pandemonium scenes, everyone celebrating under the curve of soot, including Roma's assistant manager, Salvatore Forti, who ran, <laughs> who ran the length, ran under the curve, and it was just pure chaotic scenes. In uh, a couple of more minutes of added time, Roma sat deep. Uh, was it ninety-eight fifty? I when watching rewatching the game later, and it clocked. Everyone threw on, uh, fell flat onto the ground with the celebrations. Romelu Lukaku in tears after the game. I think maybe after last week with everything that happened in Milan, the poor performance and may have got to him, the missed penalty, the relief, um, Jose kissing Husamawa as the final whistle went. I wish I was in the stadium. It must have been absolutely mental to have been there. But I'm not going to sugarcoat it. A win's a win. That would have been wonderful. But deep down inside, Roma did play poorly at times. They struggled. And if uh, Gabriele Strafezza actually crossed the ball to Roberto Piccoli just before Roma scored, Lecce would have been 2 0 up and this game would have been done, dusted. They would have taken the three points home. They would have been above Roma in the league. But I think their wayward finishing sort of cost them. Roma were quite sloppy at times and failed to convert their chances. If Roma scored the penalty early on with Lukaku, I feel it would have been a different story. But I'm absolutely delighted with the win. But it does come with a bit of caution 
because the next game in the league is the Derby. And Lazio lost away in Bologna, who are actually above Roma in the league. But the good thing is, Roma have won four out of the last five, and they've found different ways to win games. This Roma team may be not appealing on the eye, and it's some people may call it mediocre, or it's Jose Ball. They have their opinions. They're entitled to it. But there is a never-say-die attitude in this team, and they never give up, and they play to the final whistle, to the final seconds of the game. And once again, two minutes sorry, two goals and added time to win the game in such dramatic scenes was shows that this team still has this fighting spirit and it shows and it was brilliant to watch. It must have been amazing in the stadium and just like Oh I wish I was there, <laughs> but probably the flights and the hotel was probably would have cost everyone cost me a lot of money. Um I did put out a tweet on the La Magicast account yesterday after the game. Um, I'm just finding it. Bear with me. Uh, There we go. I put, how are we we all after that wonderful seven minutes of stoppage time, which probably turned into eight or nine, laughing face crying face emoji we are recording tomorrow afternoon evening if you have any questions fire them over it will be a therapy session after that dramatic late win um it's just me so it's it's going to be a cathartic therapy session jody antonis jody wonderful question <laughs> should we fire Mourinho now couldn't even beat lecce in less than 90 minutes with a gifted penalty italian hand gesture um uh, uh, if I speak, I'm in trouble. That's all I'm going to say. I know he's being sarcastic and funny also, but no. Hey, we won in We won in added time and we got the three points. That's all that matters. Um, let's talk about the game. On Thursday, Roma travelled to Prague to take on Slavia Praha in the Europa League. And Slavia Praha actually lost on Sunday and they actually lost their unbeaten start to um, the Czech First League. They lost to Victoria Pilsen. Mick Van Buren opened the scoring after 13 minutes, but Eric Zierka, Zierka, um, that's how I pronounce it. I absolutely apologise if I'm botching uh, the Czech names. I apologise. He scored two in 15 minutes on the 64th and 79th minute. Um, Slavia are two points behind Sparta and a whopping eight points, excuse me, ahead of Victoria Pilsen in the league. But in the Europa League is a different story. They've already won two games this season in the Europa League against Servet and Sheriff Terrasport. Roma will be looking to get qualifications. I do expect changes. Um, I do think you probably get to see maybe four or five changes. I don't think you can change the defence because Roma don't have any defenders. I feel Milas Vila will play. Karsdorp or maybe Zaleski or Spinazzola will play. I hope Dybala won't play. It'll probably be El Shirari or Bellotti up front. I know... Um, Jose likes to play Lukaku um, in Europe 
looked because he's been wonderful this season in Europe and he's probably given him game time to boost minutes and get more fitness under his legs also. But I do expect Roma to have a little bit of squad adjustment, just maybe four or five players get the result in, in Prague because it's the earlier kickoff and then it's the big game. Roma play Lazio and it's also two and a half days, two and a half days, maybe three days just after the the game on Thursday. If my maths is right, they're doing quick go through, yeah. Because um, Lazio play in midweek, they play, I think they were at Feyenoord. Oh, they're home to Feyenoord. Because they lost, they lost at Feyenoord. Hey, beating Feyenoord in Europe isn't it for everybody? Um, they're at home to Feyenoord on Tuesday, and the derby Sunday. Roma play Thursday, but I know it's because it's an international week. Potentially, I know with policing for this game, they don't really want to do night games no more. So they feel it's better to do the late evening games. I know Rome Derby games have been night games back in the early days. You had the infamous incident in the 03-04 Derby with the fake rumour of a child getting run over. There's been, uh, I think there's been trouble at Rome Derby games at night games. So I think, I know they shut off the Ponte Milvo area of Rome, so they probably like to keep it as a, a late evening kickoff. But once again, Roma are away. Well, they're away for this game. Technically, it's their home stadium. And they haven't beaten Lazio since March 2022. They lost both games last year. Both 1-0. Both with Roger Abania's mistakes in the game. But we'll preview the Rome derby on Friday when we'll be back after we were called after sorry after uh we talk about the slavia praha game and we're going to go into the international break but that's probably enough of me of waffling for 20 minutes um i just want to say thank you for zach zach lowey to come on to the podcast on friday it was a really good chat and thank you for all the, the nice comments on on social media and zach's a lovely guy Wonderful to talk to him about football. He's, he's, he is a fountain of knowledge and he's got a really good website. Um, and I hope the podcast come back on that website because they were really a great listen. Also, thank you for the nice stuff, the comments, the likes, the bookmarks on the, um, the match analysis stuff I do. I, it, it keeps me, uh, insane, insane, insane. Come on, Scott English. It keeps me going, uh, while I'm off at the moment. I am back at work next week. Uh, my bereavement leave actually finished last week and I'm this week I'm on holiday uh, as I had some holiday to take and I'm actually back at work next week so I will be doing stuff on more analysis on Roma games um, I, I did find a website that actually did work but you do get the odd pop-ups there and then but I will be doing one on Friday and then doing one on Rome Derby but I do appreciate the likes the comments uh, the feedback and the bookmarks because it is quite nice to see. Um, that is enough for me. I have waffled on for almost 20 minutes. Um, apologies saying it's only me. 
Um, you can follow us at themagicast.com and you can find our previous 224 episodes on the website. You can find us on all podcast platforms, so Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, etc., etc. Uh, we'll be back on Friday, probably Friday evening, and hopefully this will be out tomorrow for you and then the podcast of the weekend out saturday preview in the rome derby and reviewing the slavia praha game uh, enjoy the rest of your week enjoy the football we'll speak soon ciao